Hey, welcome to Real. I'm Kinsley Jordan, and this is Pastor Brad Mendenhall from World Harvest Church. We are so excited to give you not only this first segment of a podcast and YouTube page to bring you up to speed on the things we didn't get covered during the Sunday service, (laughs) because there's uh, in 40 minutes, it's hard to cover the heart of everything you have. It's amazing how fast time flies by when you're up there. Yeah, it really does. So so this uh, this week, you know, it's January, the beginning of January, actually halfway through January already. Uh, and, and, and most of the time we try to recage ourselves. I think everybody does. You have yeah. a New Year's resolution. Uh, and it's the same for us in churches that we you got to find out what is the vision. Where are you trying yeah. to go? What are you trying to do? Uh, and this last week we did what? Yeah, we, we had Vision Sunday, which is something we started yeah. doing a couple years ago, taking one Sunday in January to talk about where we've been and, and then where we're going. And yeah. Of course, uh, when we look at the impact that World Harvest Church made in 2019, yeah. uh, I know in our service we talked a lot about a lot of things, so we yeah. didn't have a lot of time for the looking forward, which was the reason why we're coming back here yeah. uh, today and talking more about some of the vision and things that God's stirring in our heart. And, yeah. You know, there was a lot of things we talked about looking back, and uh, you know, you can go online and uh, watch the service if you want some of that information because we have we gave a lot of information. Yeah. One of the things I love the most about it is if there is a keyword. Uh, that I think I'd associate to that service is transparency. Yeah, transparency is you know in in, a, in, a, in an age where everybody is it, it's information and social media everything's out there. One of the things that's really important just in ministry and the church is to let people know what's going on and, yeah. and let them know there's no hidden closets, there's no hidden yeah. doors. It's what you see is what you get. This is who we are. Yeah, it's awesome. And you know, there, there's just one of the statistics that I just want to go back and revisit because yeah. when we look at all of our numbers, you know, how many people attended and offerings and all that stuff, the most important number there is that 132 people that yeah. we have confirmed that made a decision for Christ in yeah. some way, in some form, yeah. actually documented here yeah. through the ministry at World Harvest Church in, yeah. in the building pretty much there. That's not you know, missions trips overseas or anything. So yeah. 132 people that's huge. gave their life to the Lord last year, which I'm pretty excited about. And that's because of you and the members, yeah. members, the people pouring in, whether you're online or whether you're a, a visiting member, a visiting guest or a member with us week to week. That's the impact that you have yeah. each and every Sunday, uh, not only just Sundays, but also we'll get into talking about groups and how you can stay connected. But yeah. um, quick recap, just in a, in a few minutes, we talked about the impact of, of why church, why did God set the example of church? We got into the transparency of the numbers um, and and then started talking about not just where we've been, but really the thing we want to expand upon today is where are we going? What does it look like? What does it look like uh, in this next year? And one of the things, uh, the, the headliners, is that we, we refined what the vision statement for the church is. Yeah. For years, we've embraced our vision statement being uh, we love God, we love people, and we serve in a world. And I love that because it yeah. really talks about the four base, the three basics that we need to have on all of our life. Yeah. You know, we, we love God, of course. That's the easy one. Yeah. But if yeah. we love God, we're also going to love people. Yeah. And because we love people, we, we, we're called to serve. It's, mm-hmm. You know, life is not about us, or Christian walk's not about us, but it's about others. And yeah. That. But, you know, just over the last year, we've really been praying about, you know, what's a statement that just really brings an action yeah. to uh, what we believe? And uh, was at a conference uh, back 1st of October, and the Lord just really dropped this real heavy in my spirit. It's about taking a real Jesus to a real world. Yeah. Love you know? it. Yeah. Love it. Because, you know, you think about a real Jesus. It's not that Jesus is still in the manger like we celebrate at Christmas yeah. time, or even Jesus that's on the cross or went to the grave that we celebrate during Easter time, but it's a real Jesus. You know, yeah. Jesus is alive. He's well. He's not just a historical figure. He's not a religious symbol. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's real. Yeah. 
you know, you and I, everybody, most everybody that's watching, you know, Jesus has made a significant difference in their life in some way, some facet, brought hope where there was no hope or healing where it needed healing or, yeah. you know, purpose where we sent, we were lost. And it's that real Jesus that I believe that in our today's culture and our society that we've got to get out there into the world. Yeah. You know, and so church, God believes in the church because in Ephesians, we read there that uh, Jesus is the head of the church uh -huh. and uh, that we, the church, are the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so the body is where the action takes place, where the work takes place. Yeah. You know, we're to be the hands and the feet of Jesus. And, you know, we live in a real world. Yeah. You and I both know, man, it, it is crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. And, that, and more and more all the time. That's what I love more than anything is just the ability to dive into and be real and ask the hard questions that most of the time yeah. people kind of give you the look and say, oh my gosh, are we talking about this? Yeah. Of Not only how, how does that apply uh, as an individual, but how does that apply when we actually go out and into the world and we go to our jobs and we go to business and we live yeah. every day because it's, uh, 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 it's easy to sit back on a Sunday and say, oh yeah, yeah, of course, yes, we'll yeah. take Jesus to a world. What's yeah. hard is when you're trying to show Jesus to the employee who has ripped you up and down for the yeah. last three years. Yeah. That's the uncomfortable conversation yeah. that most people don't want to get into, into. So let's let's dive into that. What does okay. it look like when we say taking a real Jesus to a real world? And I'm an individual. Let's just say on average, I'm an individual. I attend church twice a month um, because I have you know kids playing sports and I'm at work I'm in and out. Right. Um, and I, I believe in God and I have a faith in Jesus, but I'm just... I'm not as deep into it as as I would say maybe other people are. Right. What does that mean for me? Yeah. How do I do this? Well, I think first of all we got to realize that the way we live our life, uh, our Christian walk is meant to be in that every day of our life. Yeah. Um, a lot of people tend to live their Christian life, their walk with Jesus, their relationship with Jesus, compartmentalized. Mm -hmm. uh, if we could use the analogy of a pie, yeah. He doesn't want to be a slice of a pie. He wants to be the whole pie. Yeah. Kind of like, I love apple pie. Yeah. You know, Tammy makes the best apple pie in the world. Yeah. There's apple in every bit of piece of pie <laughs> yeah. that I'm going to eat yeah. in that. And yeah. that's the way God wants to be. He wants to be the apple to our pie. Yeah. And you know, and there are all the slices in that. Well, and, and something <clears throat> when you said that stood out to me is in the Garden of Eden, God dwelt among Adam and Eve. He yeah. wanted to be part of everything that they did. Yeah. That he was there. He was with them. He walked amongst them. Um, and, why do we do that, though? Why, why do yeah. we? Be, I know exactly what you're talking about yeah. because it's easier uh, transparency. It's easier to say, you know what? Uh, I don't really want to have this conversation. I don't really want to have to help yeah. this person through their problem because if that does it, I think honestly, when you take God into situations in your life that normally you wouldn't, there's an accountability where you have to know how to, you have to know what that means. Yeah. You have to be able yeah. to apply that. And I think part of our problem too is we live in such a self-centered focused, self-focused, self-centered world today. Yeah. You know, where so much of our life is, we're so focused on us, you know, what can I gain? It's all about me, what I got to do, that uh, when we live that way, then we take our eyes off the kingdom perspective that God wants us to have in our yeah. life. You know, I was even just thinking this morning, just uh, thinking about what Jesus did. Yeah. You know, in Acts chapter 10, 38, we read where Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the adversary, the devil, you know. And, I, and I, it kind of hit me. Uh, just this morning, I got to thinking about a lot of those miracles that we read about that are so cool that Jesus did. Yeah. And, uh, and it suddenly hit me that I don't know if any, um, there was probably some, and I need to go back and read through the miracles, but a majority of the miracles that Jesus did, he was not seeking to do. 
he was sought out by somebody else in a spur yeah. of a moment. A woman uh, yeah. with the issue of blood, for yeah. instance. She pressed through the crowd, yeah. touched Jesus. Jesus wasn't looking for her. She was looking for him. Yeah. Uh, you know, the centurion came to him. Hey, can you come heal my, my servant? Yeah. Or, you know, just speak the word. And it just kind of began to hit me. I thought, you know, Jesus wasn't intentionally, purposely, okay, disciples, today we're going to go do a miracle. Yeah. He was just doing life yeah. and ministry. But people came and engaged him. But he had the kingdom perspective that he wasn't so focused on uh, what he had to do yeah. or his agenda yeah. that he took the time yeah. uh, to bring a miracle onto the scene. And it's just, I thought that was kind of one of those cool things that kind of yeah. hit me. You know, and so for me, as I live my day to day, we all live a busy life. Yeah. And so I think it's more just being aware that, hey, there may be a moment in time somebody comes to you that needs to experience a real Jesus in some way, whatever that looks like. And we got to be willing to, you know, and I'm not saying we do got to take 30 minutes or 15 minutes. It may just take, hey, well, let me pray for you. Yeah. You know, and it's it could be a couple moments. And that, yeah, yeah, what you just said right there. Most of the time, if somebody asks you to pray for them, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they actually expect you to stop and be like, yeah, yeah let me pray for it. Let's do it right now. And they're like, because when you do that, they stop yeah. and kind of give the look around, yeah. like, oh, wow, this is actually happening. Like, this person's yeah. willing to do it. Um, and you said something that, that really sparked with me with taking the opportunity. Because yeah. God's going to give you opportunities, especially as we take Him with us everywhere we go and everything yeah. we do. The opportunity is going to be there to be able to to speak into somebody's life or to take the moment. You know, it may be uncomfortable and it may be take an extra five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes. But in the world that we live in, it's a fast-paced world, you're right. It, yeah. People say um, often say, hey, we're really busy. You may be the only person... Yeah. Who has actually stopped to encounter that person and say, Hey, what's going on? Like, yeah, I know something's not right. Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. And it may be uncomfortable and it, it may be that moment, but how it just in, in that time, what are some practical steps that we can take that if we've never done this before, if yeah. we've never honestly taken our faith out into business, work, sports, play, life, whatever it is, what are some practical steps? Just like uh, totally practical how do we do that? How yeah. do we take that step and engage with somebody and just share our faith without being, I guess, the crazy Christian that's standing yeah. on the street, cor yeah. street corner and not saying they're crazy. Yeah. I mean, everybody has it. But how do we do yeah. that? I think one of the first things we got to do is just be willing to be used. And whether you're going into Lowe's or a grocery store or, or going to work out of the YMCA, just realize that, hey, there may be an opportunity uh, there to just speak an encouraging word or speak a life into that. But more importantly is when that situation arises, don't run from it, but, yeah. you know, embrace it. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, God's not asking us to stand up on the, you know, a table and, yeah. you know, preach <laughs> at people. He's not asking us to stand out on the street corner and tell yeah. people to turn or burn. But, you know, he's just asking us to be real. Yeah. I think that's the main thing, being real to those people in our world and be ready just and open and willing uh, to encounter and to engage whatever the Lord wants us to encounter yeah. in that. Because I really think... Um, the Holy Spirit sets it up so many times, and I, I just wonder how many times we miss yeah. those opportunities yeah. in there. So, you know, like for myself, I've tried to just when I'm going, wherever I'm going, I just I just try to be aware that, hey, there may I may encounter somebody here yeah. at this store or somewhere that uh, that may need something from Jesus. Yeah. You know, and I think it's getting focus off us and realizing I'm in a real world mm -hmm. and there are people hurting my world and just, just being ready for whatever that may be. Yeah. I found myself, um, as we get ready to go into our next segment and, and here in just a moment, I found myself wherever I go, you know, I kind of see life and work in yeah. each phase. Sometimes I'm in the office, sometimes I'm down on the flight line, sometimes I'm here at church. 
Um, on, the, on the practical side, I try to find myself, when I go into a room or a place and there's people, every encounter I have with someone or a group of people, find one person to intentionally, mm. actively listen to. That's good. To stop and yeah. look at them and say, hey, how's your day? Yeah. And not just let them glance through it, but stop and yeah. have eye contact and talk to them yeah. and say, hey, what's going on? Yeah. And take that extra moment to let them know because it says so much when, yeah. when somebody will stop and they say, no, really, yeah. I want to hear, hear about what's Give going on. Give a moment on. of time. That's huge. Doesn't have to be long, just no. a moment of time. No, no. It, it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much for being uh, here on Real, uh, the podcast and YouTube channel and page that allows you to be able to hear more in depth about what's going on, not just on Sunday mornings, but here at World of Harvest Church. We're going to be right back. Got a couple announcements for you as we come back into our segment of Casting Vision, taking a real Jesus to a real world. We're going to be talking about the importance of you and getting connected in groups right here on Real. Join us this Sunday, January 26th, for our Care Portal launch. This is an opportunity for you to join us in providing resources for our foster care families in the community. Hey, if you're married, engaged, single, or you just have a bunch of arguments with your animals, don't miss out on the XO Marriage Conference coming up February 14th and 15th. For couples, it's $40. For an individual, it's $20. And you can get signed up today right now at harvestenid.com. It comes with a meal, great sessions, great breakout sessions, and you will absolutely get your relationship to a new level that you never expected. Get signed up today. Hey, welcome back to Real again. I'm Kinsley Jordan. This is Pastor Brad Mendenhall at World Harvest Church. Diving into, I guess you could say the the, the cut the um, cut version or the uncut version of, <laughs> yeah. of the Sunday <laughs> Sunday services. You know, 40 minutes is just not enough to dive not into all time. the goodness. Um, but we're talking time. about uh, vision, casting vision, and yeah. and the, the refined vision statement we have at World Harvest Church here in Enid, Oklahoma. I love it. It's yeah. taking a real Jesus to a real, real world. world. If you're just tuning uh, tuning in, make sure you catch the first 12 minutes that we had before yeah. uh, talking about the practicality of how do we do that as individuals but now we want to dive into how do we do it how do we do it as as individuals connected to the body of Christ you know how do we do that as a, in church service how do yeah. we do it in groups why are we why are we pushing so hard for getting connected in yeah. groups so what's the important so yeah. first let's take a pit stop real quick at services how do we how do we take a real Jesus to a real world in in our services how do we make our services an authentic experience with God each and every time, yeah. because there's a lot that goes into a service that there's people probably don't see. Yeah, there's a lot of behind the scenes that people don't realize. Yeah, you know, clear from, you know, song sets to you know the message, whatever that may look yeah. like. Because it's the service flow elements in yeah. there. There's always something special, extra yeah. to gotta yeah. add to it, you know, and then communicating out information there. But, you know, one thing that we've always embraced here at World Harvest Church is just to really experience the presence of God in the best way possible that yeah. we can. Um, and I think that's one thing that makes World Harvest Church, I think, unique, mm -hmm. is that we do place a great value on experience in His presence, you know, yeah. in the worship time, uh, even in the message, uh, in those times. And, and then, of course, the altar ministry time there. Um, of course, you know, being a full-time ministry all my life, I haven't had the opportunity to go around to a lot of different churches. Mm -hmm. But uh, I can just respond in what I hear back a lot of times when people will come and experience a service. Many times for the first time, they usually will catch me in the foyer and just talk about it. There, there, some of them will come out in tears, actually, because mm -hmm. they just felt the presence of God so strong yeah. in that. And So that's one of our desires, especially on the Sunday experience, or, uh, is to have those moments where we really, it's not just blowing through a, a song set. Yeah. 
or getting through a service flow, but really having those moments of just really experiencing a real Jesus because yeah. he's alive and well. Yeah. You know, um, and of course, t- worship's a good place to experience that in. You know, so, uh, you know, worship tends to be maybe, uh, it's not, definitely not traditional. I mean, we're very contemporary. Yeah. But uh, yet, one of my favorite yet. parts of worship that maybe people don't understand is what we call those moments of spontaneous worship. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's those moments that it's not scripted, uh, it's not singing the, song, the words on a screen, but it's just this expression yeah. that comes from our heart, you know, that deep relationship with Jesus that we have. Yeah. It just becomes a very intimate moment. Yeah. You know, as you talk about that, I've had several people ask me, um, as we talk about worship and as we do worship, why, what is that? Why do we do that? Um, And it's really important, you know, you mentioned the piece about not being scripted. It's really important that when you can tell that God is moving, and which is one of the questions, remind me Mm -hmm. to come back to you, um, the practical side, what does that mean? For somebody who doesn't know, they're like, what are you talking about? Like, where is God? I I don't see anybody moving right now. What's happening? Um, But in those moments, it's, it's just... Allowing God to speak in a moment. And what I mean by that is that everybody has things going on in their life. Yeah. But it's that moment where you, you, you know, when the world seems collapsing around you, when, when things are just not going well and you walk into church and you're saying, yeah. God, I just need to hear from you. Yeah. It, it's those times during worship where we can just sit in a, in a worship song. We can just sit in a set. Maybe the piano's playing. Maybe it's just repeating a line over and over and over. And what that's doing is stirring and strengthening your spirit, strengthening your heart. You know, I'm reminded of David at Ziklag that it said he had to stir himself in the Lord. Yeah. And it's reminding ourselves, God has not failed you. He's not forgotten you. Um, but it's really what he wants to speak to you in that moment. So whether yeah. it looks like maybe it's just you, you have peace in your life. Maybe you're saying, you know what? Gosh, I didn't have peace about this situation before, but I do now. Maybe it's clarity yeah. on whatever it is. But that's why we do those moments is that um, it's not up to us to dictate everything that happens. It's our responsibility to prepare a place that God can come in and yeah. move in the hearts of the people, yeah. which is huge. That's really good. Really so, good. So to go back to what does that look like? What does it look like when you say God is moving? Yeah. What does that mean? Because you know, you and I both know mm-hmm. there's going to be people who watch this who aren't believers and they look at Christians as a whole and yeah. say, you guys in your fairy tales, like you're, you're saying God <laughs> is moving. What does that look like? I have one example, but what does that mean? What does yeah. that mean to you? Well, first of all, I think of what Jesus said with the woman at the well in John chapter 4. They got under this discussion about worship. And Jesus made the statement. He says that uh, God is looking for true worshipers, mm-hmm. true people that will worship in spirit and in truth. Yeah. And it, when you really dive into what Jesus meant by that, he was really referring to people who are worshiping from the heart, not the head. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a disconnect sometimes people have is they trying to connect with God through the, the mind. Yeah. You know, and I mean, there's a degree that you can through understanding and processing. But true worship comes from the heart, yeah. from the spirit uh, of the man that's there. And so when we talk about experiencing the presence of God in worship or in the preaching, even it's it's something that goes past the head into the heart. And yeah. you just really feel that heart connection mm-hmm. uh, in that. And one of the best examples I think I can use is like the connection that I have with Tammy, you know, my wife, you know, of 32 years. I mean, there is a it's not a head knowledge, it's a heart knowledge. And yeah. I mean, when, when yeah. we first started dating, you know, there was those things we processed through our mind, but eventually got to where we felt our hearts was really connecting. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I believe that relationship that the Lord wants to have with us. It's not about a religion. It's not about protocols, formalities. It's, it's really about just connecting in the innermost 
being, yeah. the deepest part of our being is in our heart there yeah. in that. So just having that heart connection yeah. in, in our worship time, you know, the, having that ability to close out our, the, the world around us and focus or, you know, close off our, what's going on in our head yeah. and just open our heart wide to what yeah. Jesus has for us. So. And it's a, a, an intentional decision. And when, I know we talked about this when we did the worship series several, several weeks ago. Again, we can, um, you can go to uh, harvestingit.com and watch several of the me- different yeah. messages that were in, I think, October and November time frame. Yeah. But uh, in that, we talked about the intentional decision to show what our worth of God is intentionally saying, mm-hmm. God, you are worth more and that you're worth more. And yeah. I, I give you more focus than the situation, than the circumstance, yeah. than the fear, whatever it is. That's mm-hmm. amazing. That's huge. Exper- yeah. Experiencing God in that way. That's really what we're talking about is, you know, God is moving. You know, I, I had a friend who, um, he hadn't been in church for, for a long time. Frankly, I don't know that he'd ever been in church, but as mm-hmm. he's coming here, <laughs> he described it in the sense of saying, you know, I don't know why, but every time I'm in this place, I get goosebumps. <laughs> I don't know cool. what it is. And I said, well, man, there's a Holy Spirit goosebumps. That's good. I don't know how else yeah. to describe it. But for me, yeah. uh, you can tell. You can tell not only physically, but in your heart, yeah. God is moving and he's speaking to you. Um, and yeah. if you don't know what that what that is, I encourage you not only get plugged into our groups, which yeah. we're getting ready to talk about, um, but just come and talk to, talk to us on a Sunday. Ask us those yeah. questions. A lot of times people, we have a perception of what, we think churches or perception of what God is, um, but we don't actually have the, the conversation, the hardly uncomfortable conversations that, that is intended to be this, uh, and we miss the truth behind it. Yeah. Um, and, and that's perfect segue. Yeah. That's why it's so important to get tied into groups. Yeah, that's groups. why it's so important yeah. to get tied in. You know, I, you, yeah. I think you had mentioned it yesterday um, uh, during, the, during, the, during the message itself is that, you know, there's only a church, a church service is only what, an hour and 20 minutes? Yeah. Pretty much on a good Sunday. <laughs> I, I mean, what, it, yeah, it is. That is not a lot of time to be able to pour in, to be able to connect to people. That's just the service time, and then you know, 10, 15 yeah. minutes before and after. That's not enough time to really connect with people. So yeah. when we're talking about taking a real Jesus into a real world, into every aspect of our life, Pastor, why is it important to get connected into a group? Yeah. It's really in groups where true discipleship takes place. The Sunday morning experience. We love our Sunday morning experience. But that's a one-way conversation we're having. Yeah, you know, an experience yeah. in His presence. We're getting fed the Word of God, but it's not an environment where you can sit there and say, "Well, wait a minute, what do you mean by that? What yeah. did you said this? What does this mean? Or how does that apply to my life?" Because people got questions. People got questions, <laughs> and that's and that's really how we grow. Yeah, is by being in a place where we can, you know, if we're not understanding something, we can stop and let somebody help us to understand. Yeah, and so it's in our group settings, in our discipleship group specifically. Uh, that there is an environment where we can sit and have two-way conversations. Yeah. You know, and you can encounter uh, really the Word at the level that you're at. Yeah. You yeah. know, and our leaders, they, they're very well at having these discussions and, and even sometimes even difficult discussions because we can't change the Word of God. I yeah. mean, it's the same yesterday and today forever. So it's us that's got to change. And uh, sometimes we don't know we need to change until we see it in the Scriptures. Like, oh, man, I thought yeah. I was doing pretty good, but I see what the Bible says now, so yeah. I probably need to make some adjustment in our life. So that's why we really want people to get involved in groups. Yeah. And that's the discipleship. But the secondary benefit is really developing relationships in yeah. that because you're going to find real relationships mm-hmm. in groups. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to find you're going to find people have some of the same struggles that you go through. Yeah. And it's... You know, it's maybe not a good thing, but it always makes me feel better to know somebody else is going through the same struck of life. Well, it does. Know? It does. Yeah. And and it, sometimes, oftentimes, when we think about groups, I think people have this uh, this conception that 
you're going to walk into a group and you're going to get all your problems solved. But the reality is yeah. I think most of the time you walk into a group and find out you're in good company yeah. and we don't always have the answers, but That's we're right. going to seek the answer together. Yeah. You know, one of the most powerful things, um, uh, man, uh, that I've heard anybody ever say to me regarding faith or questions I had about faith or questions I had about God, because I think everybody, if they're honest with themselves, goes through a point in their life where they say, is God real? Yeah. Is Jesus real? Is the Bible true? Is it a fairy tale? Like everybody asks these questions whether they want to or not. If you've been like, regardless of how you've been raised, everybody has questions. But one of the most important things I've heard somebody say in my life is they looked at me honestly and they looked me in the eyes and said, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I also have gone through the same thing, but let's find out together. Let's, let's, let's spend time together. Let's get into the word. Let's find out. Yeah. And I don't know is an okay answer. It is. Like we, we, we Because it's a journey. We're it all is. on a journey of faith and working yeah. on our own salvation there. And so whenever you connect with, with real people yeah. there that goes through life and faces some of the same things, it's just easier, I think, to do life. Because, you know, the old poem, no man is an island by yeah. himself, yeah. you know, but yet we try to, we end up living our life so isolated. But mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't see that God ever intended for us to live our life isolated. No. You know, the, the decision that we make to follow Jesus is a personal decision. That's between me and Jesus. But my Christianity, my yeah. walk with Jesus was meant to live in community yeah. with others. Yeah. You know, I had a guy tell me years ago, I love it, it just resonated with me. He says, you know, you can get to Europe uh, in a rowboat by yeah. yourself. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of work and not very much fun. Or you could get on a cruise ship and travel and get the same <laughs> destination, you know, and it'd be a lot yeah. funner and enjoyable. And yeah. I've always uh, liked that statement yeah. there because that's what church is. Yeah. You know, it's we're not perfect. Yeah. Um, there's really no perfect people out there. We, we're... Uh, my my dad and Don Walker has always said we're an imperfect people serving a perfect God. Yeah, and I, I don't know that really sets me free. It's true, you know, because I've got my errors, I got my shortcomings. I'm doing better. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm doing better, and that's all that God asks for us is you know just keep walking with me and do better. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know Jesus in the, us and Jesus we're perfect. Yeah, but the amount that Jesus is living in me, that's where I need a little bit of work yeah. in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in groups that that helps us. Yeah. It does. It it does not only with with just walking through that, but it also helps when you, um, if you try to give yourself feedback of what's going on in your life, you can identify some things. But honestly, a, a lot of times, the purpose of feedback is somebody yeah. to be able to give you the feedback. Is yeah. somebody be able to be in relationship with you enough to be able to say, "Hey, yeah. have you thought about this? Have yeah. you, uh, w- you know, have you thought about?" changing this in your life or tweaking yeah. this or you know what let's do this together yeah, yeah I, I'm one of the best things I can look yeah. at is uh, people who are wanting to make a physical change like start working out it's so much easier when you have a workout partner than oh, it yeah. is to try to wake up in the morning and do it by yourself yeah and you look at Jesus he had 12 disciples yeah you know what why did he not do it by himself yeah Life is easier when you do it with somebody else. It is. You know, it so when it's in our groups, we want people to get involved in because yeah. you're going to be in a, a community there. People that love you are going to be praying for you, encouraging your walk. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Groups, groups, groups. We cannot stress it enough. Yeah. If there's one thing that you're going to do different this year, and we mentioned it yeah. last year as we get ready to close up here in just a second, um, we mentioned it. If what would happen is if taking a real Jesus to a real world yeah. wasn't just the vision of the church, but it was yeah. actually our personal yeah. vision of Individual saying, you know what? Visions. Yeah. Everywhere I go, I'm going to intentionally do it. And if it, even if it's only with one person in one conversation yeah. at each place I go, or maybe it's just one person a day, guess what? That's a step 
in the right direction. Yeah, that's good. It's good. It's good to be have a real conversation, yeah, honestly. Amen. Well, hey, welcome again to Real, the podcast and YouTube page channel that gives you the opportunity to ask the hard questions and to mm-hmm. also get the uncut scenes from the sermon, the pastor, or, yeah. or whoever was preaching that we didn't get to. So make sure you follow and like the YouTube page and the podcast, and we'll see you right back here next week as we have a great word coming from Pastor Tammy, which is, what would Jesus do? Yeah. It sounds like a throwback, but there's so much oh, great yeah. history That'll behind be it. Stay tuned, and we'll see you right yeah. back here next week. Thanks again for being with us here on Real. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on The Real Podcast. You can listen or subscribe anywhere podcasts are found. And if you're watching on YouTube, please click the subscribe button right here. Yeah, just click it. Okay, great. Okay, bye. (laughs)